0: I'm going to speak uh, this morning on um, John 3.16, one of the most famous verses in the Bible. Also, the verse that we got up to in our series on John. We just heard about Nicodemus being um, uh, challenged by Jesus for how he can be born again. And, um, And so then we have this famous, very famous verse... Where um, we think probably the gospel writer John starts explaining things. Um, and if you don't know what the verse is, I'll oh, let me read it out to you. You might have seen this on T-shirts or on stickers on the back of cars, or here it is. For God so loved the world, that He gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Now, when you come to a Good Friday service, often you might start feeling sad feelings because you hear the dramas or you hear the Bible passages read out, and that's totally fine to feel sad feelings. Um, And you also might be a bit confused of why it's called Good Friday when you're having these sad feelings. Well, this verse explains how that can be the case so let me just explain it to you first of all we begin by finding out that god so loved the world in fact he uses the word cosmos he he loved the whole cosmos he loved mercury mars and venus and jupiter and neptune and saturn uranus and pluto did i miss one out? i might have He also loved the Milky Way and all the galaxies. And he loved the whole earth and everything in it. The trees, the plants and the people. You and me. And what's amazing about this is that he's saying that God loves people of all kinds, because the people listening to Jesus in those days thought that God only loved them, but actually God loved people of all kinds, people of different skin colours, all the different shades of brown and pink and all the different colours that we have, people with long hair and short hair from all different countries, Australia and New Zealand and West Papua and Fiji and... South Africa and Zambia and China and Russia and Canada and America and Mexico and on and on and on. People of all nations, young and old, kids so crazy that they watch ABC 2, kids even older that watch ABC 3, kids who are really mature don't watch any TV or iPad. Old people like me who listen to Radio National. Rich people in big houses. Poor people with no houses. People with lots of friends. People with no friends. Fast runners, slow runners. People who don't have any legs. People who can play the piano. People who don't know how to play the piano. God loves the whole world, the whole cosmos. And his love is really intense. The volume is turned up. To the, to the max it says so love the world parents love their children so much so much that we do crazy things like change nappies change nappies make breakfast put band-aids on sore bleeding knees give them presents tuck you into bed at night drive you around in the car God loves us even more than that. So much. And God loves us so much because he is love. He doesn't just love us because we're particularly lovely. I love Jo, my wife, because she's particularly lovely. She um, smells nice. She looks nice. She gives me presents. Uh, She's interesting to talk to most of the time when she's not distracted with other things. She likes to have fun with me. We like similar things like going on holidays and watching TV together and going to the movies. But God doesn't love Joe or me or you because we're particularly lovely or because we do something really worthwhile or because we've achieved greatness in our life. But he loves us because he is love. He can't help himself. That's the way he is. In fact, what we see from this verse John three sixteen the probably the most famous verse in the Bible, that when God sent Jesus there was a love explosion it's, it's happening all over the universe. You see God the Father loving Jesus his son john three thirty five says "The father loves the son and has placed everything in his hands. you see Jesus loving his father john fourteen thirty one says Jesus said, the devil has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the father and do exactly what my father has commanded me. You see, a love explosion of Jesus towards his disciples. It even names specific people. Can you imagine being named in the Bible as a particular person who Jesus actually loved? specially? Mary and Martha and Lazarus and John, who wrote the Gospel of John, gets named as one who Jesus loved. And also Jesus' disciples love him back. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And they try and do that. And also, Jesus says, the disciples are to love each other. So we see this love explosion amongst the people who follow Jesus round. Jesus says, a new commandment I give you that you love one another as I have loved you. So God is all about love. So much so, this is how intense his love is, that he gave his one and only son... When people quote this verse, they often leave the one and only out. God so loved the world that he gave his son. His one and only son. He didn't give an angel. He didn't give an archangel. He gave his son. He gave Jesus to die on the cross. And that was God's special way of providing forgiveness of sins for those who believe in him. And so we should learn from this. We should look at God and say, you are amazing, God. You love us so much that you gave your only son we should love others in response to that. We should love people even, because, even when they're hard to love because God loves us that way and we're hard to love. We should help people who haven't helped us because, because God helped us and helps us even though we haven't helped God in any way. We should make friends with people who are hard to be friends with because God has made friends with us and we're hard to be friends with. We should say nice things and positive things and encouraging things about other people out of response to God's love that he's poured out on us. We should give away the things that we have that are, are special to us, that are most special to us because God gave away the one thing that was most special to him, which is his son. He gave his one and only son. And here's the punch line of this verse, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Death is terribly sad. If you've known someone to die, you will know how sad it is, how wrong it is, how it makes no sense, and it seems so like a great injustice has come into your life. It's just not fair. You might have had a relative die, like a grandparent or a friend, and if you've been to a funeral, you'll remember see people, seeing people walk up to the coffin and, and put flowers on it, maybe say a prayer and cry. Some of you might remember, some of the kids, you might remember Patty, who was part of our congregation a few years ago. She led, led the kids program and she died. We were all so sad. But this verse tells us that on Good Friday, what God did is he gave his only son so that all those who believe in him, like Paddy, should not die but have eternal life. God wants us to live forever with him. God hates death too. He thinks it's an injustice too. He doesn't want this to be in the world. He wants to take away death. And he wants us to live forever with him. But if we don't believe in Jesus, we won't live with God after we die. We won't. But if we do believe in Jesus, what we learned last week, we are born again, like what Jesus was trying to tell Nicodemus. We will live with God after we die and we will be saved. The next, very next verse, verse 17 says, For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And so that's why it's called Good Friday today. So let's say this verse together again. And just say it after me. I'll say a few words and you repeat it. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. That he gave his one and only Son. That he gave his one and only Son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish. That whoever believes in him shall not perish. But have eternal life. But have eternal life. Amen.